Hi folks and welcome to day 8 of our Lessons from Leviticus. Today's devotional is called, My Offering is to be Eaten by the Priest. Leviticus chapter 2 verses 1 to 3. Suppose anyone brings a grain offering to the Lord, then their offering must be made out of the finest flour. They must put olive oil on it, they must also put incense on it. They must take it to the priests in Aaron's family line. A priest must take a handful of the flour and oil. He must mix them with all the incense. Then he must burn that part on the altar. It will be a reminder that all good things come from the Lord. It is a food offering. Its smell pleases the Lord. The rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and the priests in his family line. It is a very holy part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. A few days ago, we saw that contrary to the views of society today, there is a role for the priesthood in the handling of offerings. In today's passage, we see that the Lord intended for priests to receive part of the offering for themselves and their families. As believers, we must renew our minds and accept that part of our offerings to the Lord belong to the priesthood. The majority of the grain offering belongs to the priests. Only a handful of this offering is offered to the Lord by the priest. We are also told that the part that belongs to Aaron and the priests in his family is a very holy part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. This instruction is repeated in both Leviticus chapter 6 and 7. Leviticus chapter 6 verses 14 to 18. Here are some rules for grain offerings. The priests in Aaron's family line must bring the grain offering to the Lord in front of the altar. The priest must take a handful of the finest flour and olive oil. He must add it to all the incense on the grain offering. He must burn that part on the altar. It will remind him that all good things come from the Lord. Its smell pleases the Lord. Aaron and the priests in his family line will eat the rest of it. But they must eat it without yeast in the holy area. They must eat it in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. It must not be baked with yeast added to it. The Lord has given it to the priests as their share of the food offerings presented to him. It is very holy, just like the sin offering and the guilt offering. Any priests in Aaron's family line can eat it. It is their share of the food offerings presented to the Lord. It is their share for all time to come. Anyone who touches these offerings will become holy. Leviticus chapter 7 verses 28 to 35. The Lord spoke to Moses. He said, Speak to the Israelites, tell them, suppose someone brings a friendship offering to the Lord, then they must bring part of it as their special gift to the Lord. They must bring it with their own hands. It is a food offering presented to the Lord. They must bring the fat together with the breast. They must lift the breast up and wave it in front of the Lord as a wave offering. The priest will burn the fat on the altar, but the breast belongs to Aaron and the priests in his family line. Give the right fire from your friendship offerings to the priest as a gift. The priest who offers the blood and fat from the friendship offering must be given the right fire. It is his share. I, the Lord, have taken the breast that is waved and the fire that is given. I have taken them from the friendship offerings of the Israelites and I have given them to Aaron the priest and the priests in his family line. The offerings will be their share from the Israelites for all time to come. That is the part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. It is given to Aaron and the priests in his family line. It was given to Aaron and his sons on the day they were set apart to serve the Lord as priests.
What does this all mean for us today? We don't give grain or animal offerings, so we must accept that our monetary offerings, in part, belong to the church leadership. Not only does some of our offering belong to our pastors and priests, but God views this part of our offering as very holy, contrary to what the world thinks. We must accept that God's ways are not the same as the ways of the world. The Lord is concerned with the well-being of his servants and as such has decided that a section of our offerings belongs to them. Please understand this. I'm not arguing for or supporting the misuse of church finances or offerings. Instead, I'm asking us to reflect on our understanding of how church leadership is remunerated. Many of us have held the view that priests should not be paid, but here we see that the Lord purposefully set aside a portion of the offering for his servants. Here are some questions for you to think about. Do I have the right attitude towards my offering and church leadership? Am I influenced by the world or God's word on this topic? Do I need to renew my mind in this area? That's it from me today. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye.